Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Humans Discussing Things podcast. Today, I am your one and only host. My name is Shahadra, and I want to just welcome you guys um, to this beautiful space that we've created to just share our experiences on the mindful journey. I figured that where else can we create a space where we can bounce ideas off of each other and express you know, our experiences and brainstorm on ways on how we can go about life, living life more mindful. The best thing about meditation is that at the end of the day, it's a meditation practice and we call it practice because we expect mistakes. And this episode is me just, you know, standing in my honesty about, um, it's not even necessarily a mistake. I had a human reaction to a frustrating experience. And was it the reaction that I wanted to have? No. But is that what happened? Yes. And guess what? It is okay. The most beautiful thing about being a human being is that we are all growing. And the best and most beautiful and yes, the most frustrating part is that we all grow grow at different rates. And that's okay because that means we're able to learn so much more from each other. And we are here to just, you know, be with you on this journey. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, This episode, I want to talk about mindfulness and bad customer service. And I'm speaking on this because I just had the weirdest, (laughs) oh my gosh, even just thinking about it back, like the weirdest customer service interaction in history. Okay. So I'm going to go on a little, you know, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. I need you to grab some water, grab some snacks and just listen in. And if you're driving, just listening, because this is going to (laughs) be a funny one. All right. You know, like, listen, COVID is kind of like a new world has emerged. You know, we're kind of like in the in-between stage where cases are rapidly rising and you know, nobody is fully 100% back to anything yet. Everybody's still kind of teetering on, you know, what's what. Regardless, I'm like, listen, everybody's home tonight. Um, I got everybody on the same page. We got to clean out the basement. Obviously, we're doing that. If anybody has ever cleaned out their basement, you know that is not a one-day job. Um, it is always bigger than you anticipate. <laughs> and when you're doing like heavy lifting, people tend to get very, very cranky very, very quickly. So what happened is we ended up going way past the expected hour. And we're like, listen, we're going to order in just to keep things, um, you know, to a bare minimum, because, you know, it's like almost like shopping, like Uber Eats or, you know, skip the dishes or dare dash. It's almost like trying to find a Netflix series to watch when you're with a group of people. It takes you longer to pick out what you're going to eat or watch than it does actually ordering it. So to kind of just, you know, help this go quicker, we just decide on, you know, Canada's favorite comfort food, Swiss Chalet. Wow. I mean, I've ordered from Swiss Chalet a lot of the times. And anybody who's familiar with Uber Eats is they don't always post all of their specials. So you still have to call them and you place an order. We place an order. This is around 630. And obviously that's dinner time. So it's going to be a little bit busy. So it takes an hour for them to arrive and... Basically, this is where the story gets very, very interesting, right? Keep in mind, it's COVID. And I've ordered a lot of food and, you know, they have this whole non-contact thing going on. So I'm just like, okay, you know, you got to do what you got to do. The delivery guy should be wearing masks and, you know, taking precautions because at the end of the day, there's basically a pandemic still at bay. So 
7.30 comes around and we're starving, right? We just finished moving a whole bunch of stuff and organizing. And now, you know, blood sugar is dropped and everybody's cranky and hungry and it's dark outside. So it's just like, ooh, finally, right? We ordered a family pack and some spinach dip and some um, chicken wings and like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys, but like just the kid in me, especially, I think it's a Canadian thing. Any Canadian can kind of relate to this is like when you get those fries and gravy especially when they're fresh it's like <laughs> it's like the best comfort food it's like a warm hug essentially so yes rings the doorbell and it comes up to about 61 dollars was the bill and we're looking around like listen we only have a 70 we only have 70 bucks like a 50 and a 20 so just give him the tip right so Ding dong, ding dong, somebody rings the doorbell twice. And it's pretty aggressive. And the thing is, I live with my sisters and my sisters are always like, you know, when they forget their key, they ring it very obnoxiously. And I've never heard anybody else ring the doorbell with it. So I assumed it was my little sister who was supposed to come in. So somebody rings the doorbell twice. I open the door and I see nobody there, but I see the Swiss chalet bag on the ground. And I see the bill hanging out. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm supposed to grab the food because he's not there, so he doesn't want any contact, whatever, you know, take out the food and pl place the money in the bag. And then, you know, that's how we're supposed to do the exchange. The second I reach for the bag, I look at the bill to make sure that it's the right stuff. And I start pissing out the bag. Somebody's at his car yelling at me, don't touch, don't touch. So I was like, okay. I was like taken aback because it's nighttime and you're getting yelled at by a stranger not to touch the food that you ordered that somebody left at your door after they rang the doorbell twice. Okay. So I back up and I just go back in my house. He rolled into the doorbell again and I open it and I have a screen door, right? So he starts immediately yelling at me and it's an older gentleman with a thicker accent. And like, I... The thing is, I'm Canadian. Like, we're used to accents. Like, we don't care. We can actually understand a lot. It's one of the benefits of growing up in a multicultural society. Um, your listening skills are a little bit higher, and you're able to pick out words. You get what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, my parents are immigrants. And listen, delivery people work hard. Like, I give a shout out. This is why we tip so heavily. Because, listen, we know at the end of the day, you're providing a service for us. Right. We have every capability to go on and get it. But no, we wanted it delivered and we pay for that service. So he was going to get almost a nine dollar tip. So he immediately starts yelling at me. I have I just opened my door. I don't know this guy. He starts. You have to pay for us. You have to pay first. And I'm like, sir, I don't appreciate the way you're speaking to me. And he's like, what? I'm, he's like, what language am I speaking? I'm like, it's not about your language that you're speaking. It's about how you're speaking to me. You're yelling at me. And then he's just like. Yeah, well, you have to pay. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, why Why would you have come to me and excuse me of stealing the food that I ordered that you left on my door? So immediately I'm dumbfounded. I said, okay, you know what? Because I was going to give him the cash and there's no way that I'm going to give him a tip. I, I said, give me one minute. Let me go get my card. Close the door to get my card. I said, hey, can you go get my card? It's upstairs. Right? Now my family is like hungry. They're like, what's going on? I said, go get my card. They're like, okay. I open back up the door. And the guy takes the food and he drives off. Now I'm just dumbfounded. It's been over an hour. Our food hasn't come. He took, he yelled at me, stormed off, and then took the food again. I'm like, this is the rudest guy I've ever encountered. So I immediately call the restaurant back and I'm like, listen, this, this is the weirdest thing that just happened. This guy did, and I was so calm too, because remember I'm coming off of a weekend where I just dealt with Rogers all weekend. 
And at the end of the day, listen, I know that like, it takes a lot to get me out of my character. It takes a lot to get a reaction out of me. And I give that, you know, shout out to the meditation practices because I can definitely know, like, it takes me a lot to get there. Um, and my sister looks to me and she's like, wow, you dealt with that way better than I could have ever dealt with that. Like one, that's uncalled for Two, Like he's a guest in your house. Three, why is he treating you like that? Like, cause he's the one who rang the doorbell and then left. Right. And it's cold outside. So I uncovered the thing and it's like, okay, now that food is out there. I was just so taken aback. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm allowed to take a minute for myself to just breathe. Cause it's like, okay, he's yelling at me. This is clearly not going well. Give me a second. Let me just like, you know, reassess. And like I said, I, I went to get my card for me to come back out and he's gone with our food after us waiting an hour, him yelling at me, being at my door. And now I'm concerned because I'm like, yo, this guy knows where I live. Like, is he going to retaliate? Whatever, whatever. So I call the restaurant. We're all on hold with them. And I explain what happened to the manager. And she's just like, wow, that's super weird. Like, I'm so sorry about that. I'm like, okay, this is um my address. This is what you ordered. I said, listen, at the end of the day, now my family's hungry and we placed an order. And tr- truthfully, I would have just said, you know what, just go eat some cereal and call it a night. And she's like, I'm like, listen, she's like, listen, it's going to take me about eight minutes to make the new food because we're not going to send out, you know, uh, the food and we don't know where he is. And it's a busy night. She's like, I'm going to have to bring it on myself. And that might take about 20 minutes just for me to find like a ride and just get everything organized. I said, listen, if you're going to send out new food, it cannot be this driver. I do not trust this guy with my food now. You get what I'm saying? And that's understandable. So she's like, yeah, no problem. And like right on time, 20 minutes later, the manager herself comes to the door and she's like, listen, I threw in some extra um, desserts. She threw in like four different varieties of pie. And I was like, oh, that's such a sweet touch. Thanks. Right. I go now to pay her the money that I had for the guy. And she's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. So she ended up comping our meal. And I am usually a person who takes things like such to heart. Like, I'm like, wow. Like after that guy yelled at me, like, yo, was there something that I did to set him off? Like, you know, am I truly in the wrong? I was really like going in my head. Like, but like, what did I do to make that? What could I have done to make that a little bit better? And like I said, my mom and my sister was like, no, like you handled that pretty well. Like even my little sister who comes in like after it, she's like, no, because now I don't trust him with my food. I would have just sent him all back. So the fact that he kind of was like, you know, I just feel like customers, certain certain attitudes, certain personalities shouldn't be in customer service. There's no way in hell that it's acceptable for me to be paying for a service to be treated bad. I said this again in my previous, you know, story with Rogers that no, if I'm paying for a service, I'm paying for the service. I'm not paying for, you know, your attitude. I'm not paying for it. And it was, it's, it's a minute, literally a two minute interaction. Like how does that go so wrong so quickly? You get what I'm saying? Call it a misunderstanding or whatever, but that whole process was so bad. And it's like, I know this wasn't your first time. Two, that's not how you speak to people. Three, I'm a stranger. Four, you came to my door, right? Five, you just talked yourself out of a tip. Six, I like told you to hold on the fact that you picked it up and you go. And now, you know, you have to write that up. That's on you. Your attitude is on you. That's not on me. And even if you're having a bad day from a previous interaction, that's not okay. So I actually was able to use my experience from my Rogers um, to just stay calm and just be like, you know what, at the end of the day, this is going to be water off a duck's back. You know, anything, everybody says that like free food tastes different <laughs> and it does. And I just give, I'm so grateful for the manager 
who, you know, wasn't there and can't really, you know, you can't really confirm the story, but she took immediate action and she did what she could to rectify the situation, which is what any good manager would do. Um, the added, the added, you know, bonus of her throwing in some desserts and then personally delivering it and apologizing, like, you know, kudos to them. Truth be told, this is my second terrible interaction with that location. And me and my family have decided that we won't be using that location anymore. But it was one of those experiences where I really got to see my meditation practice really paying off. I was able to stay cool. I was able to think about it. I was able to, you know, advocate to myself without, you know, he's getting mad and yelling at me. And I was able to stay calm and just say, you know, speak up for myself. And I'm very proud of myself because most days I would just be like, you know, I would just stay quiet and just keep it to myself and then, you know, brood over it later and then think, you know, internalize it and be like, hey, I'm the bad guy in this situation and I did something to set him off. And meditation allows me to really just access reality of what it is. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to accept that. I, I can know that, listen, that wasn't about me. That interaction wasn't about me. It probably had nothing to do with me. I'm just the one who had to deal with it and I dealt with it in the best possible way that I could in that moment. And you can see that the manager was clearly on point too because she dealt with it in the best of her um to the best of her ability in that moment as well. And I'm so grateful to people like that in the world. And for the people who are having a bad day like this is why I I stress like hey listen Meditation is not something that you notice it in the moment. You probably won't even notice the effects of meditation until way, way after the fact you start a practice. And like a practice can be as little as 10 minutes a day. But you will get into intense situations and you feel that, listen, because there's not a whole story going off in your head and you're not completely tied to the situation, a lot of things are able to just kind of move through you. And you don't take things as personally as you should do because at the end of the day, you're approaching it with no ego. That doesn't mean that you're going to stand for disrespect. And at the end of the day, nobody's allowed to, nobody is allowed to assault you, right? Um, yelling is also abuse. Nobody is allowed to abuse you. That That's not deserved by anyone, right? And I, I said, listen, at the end of the day, we're human. And if he was to yell and just be like, listen, I'm sorry, and explain the situation, we could have continued that interaction and just be done with it. We never have to see each other again. But when you lack awareness, right, you begin to affect every single interaction you touch becomes tainted. And I really wanted to show that story with you guys. Um, Just because, like I said, every interaction, every experience is a learning experience if you let it be. At the end of the day, we're all human. I completely 100% forgive that older gentleman. Wherever you are, if you're listening to this, I forgive you. I love you. It's all good. You get what I'm saying? I don't appreciate the way you spoke to me and I addressed it in that moment. And you know what? In that moment, you just weren't capable of seeing what it was. And even if you're not even if you're not even sorry, I will accept your apology. I'm gonna let go of this experience. And I hope you guys do the same if you ever come across the same experience that I do. I actually hope that you have a way better experience than I do. Okay. So with peace and love. Thank you for listening to this episode of mindfulness and bad customer experience and bad customer service. And even that is judging. You get what I'm saying? There is no good or bad. That's just my experience with that particular gentleman at that particular restaurant on that particular night. That doesn't, you know, I hope that's not a pattern and I, I'm, it's probably a one-off. 
But I wanted to thank you guys so much for your time, for your energy. I'm wishing you joy. I wish you love. I wish you patience. I wish you awareness. And with all due respect, I love you. You deserve everything beautiful in this world. And never, ever, ever, ever forget that, okay? So thanks for joining me. Talk to you guys next week. Peace.